I need a hero. Holding out for a hero. Sorry. I just. Had but to. he's gotta be strong. <laughs> something. He's gotta be something. Fight. <laughs> Yeah, Tal. Why we can always we always talked into the outro of the intro. I I okay. I unmute us for the part where Adam screams normally yells anyway. Uh, We know to wait for it now. Yeah, but still. Anyway, uh, so Tal, remember that time I didn't go deaf? Yeah. What? So apparently having the intro break and then now dragging shit over. Fuck. And this is one of the reasons I don't do this anymore is because now I have no, it's not following the thing. But anyway, Uh. that's, that's neither here nor there. Welcome back to Unfurled. This is episode two, two and a half. Welcome black. It's episode. Welcome black. It's episode, uh, so two it, and hyph. Oh, <laughs> man, you've anyway. Wh- why is this two and a half? I missed this. Uh, because the uh fucking podcast from two and half. Yeah, the the podcast from Furay was garbage. I, the, well, I don't know. It was it was a shit I, show. I heard, Hang on, I heard it was good after the first hour of technical difficulties. Hang on. It it was it may have been garbage, but it was like the garbage from like a pastry factory. <laughs> so it was still pretty good. Oh, it's <laughs> like, like those day old biscuits that you get to take home. Not just like biscuits. We're talking like day old donuts. Oh, we're like talking scones, donuts. Oh yeah, like, like good Hang shit on, that had to because, be thrown out. Because I will say you guys. that prop what. Oh, no, nothing. I was sorry. I was reading the chat. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Dead stop. I will say that uh, fucking day-old donuts, assuming they're properly day made. Day-old donuts? Yeah. Uh, day-old oh. donuts are, assuming they're properly made donuts, uh, so <laughs> i.e. not Tim Horton's par-baked. Who the fuck bakes well, a donut bullshit? Also, remember, their fresh, uh, never-frozen is not a thing anymore. Yeah. Um, day-old yeah. Do you guys remember the the always fresh, always t- you know? You oh, oh yeah, yeah. There's a reason they killed that slogan. Yeah, because it's about as far away from fresh as you get. Um, Never always fresh, stale, frozen. always Tim Hortons. Yeah, forever stale. I literally had uh, the one. I, I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. Literally cut myself on one of their loaves of bread. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. I drew. You've, dude, there was a bake- I fucking drew blood on you've, my hand. You've told me. There, there was this. a bakery that I used to work at, and the owner was French and, sorry, Greek and stingy as fuck. Uh, 
to the point where he would like take day old baguettes at the end of the day and like check them and then put them out the next day. Every fucking time I cut the roof of my mouth on a fucking baguette. Oh my God. <laughs> a baguette. Yeah. So. Because they were so stiff. And so, so hard. Just hard. Yeah. Assuming they're properly made donuts though. Meaning deep fried with fresh dough, all that shit. Uh, if they're a day old, they're terrible. It's like McDonald's French fries after about five minutes, you know, when they get all like fucking gross and sour and cardboardy. See, like this is why I don't currently sell pastries because they're they don't last long. No, they got some they, upkeep. I, they, I cannot... they last for like twelve hours and then you're done. Yeah, and <laughs> you have to get them like fresh from the bakery every morning. Yes, they so, gotta be fresh. Or you know, just buy a toaster oven and like make them. <laughs> Just toast what do I in your fucking camper. look like, McDonald's? Well, see, what you do mm. is you talk to people like me, get a bunch of par-bake shit that's frozen, and then have a fucking toaster oven and just toaster oven shit as people want it. <laughs> you know what you do? You sell fucking Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Because everyone's going to be like, oh, Pop-Tarts, haven't had those in 10 years. And then yeah. you could just be like, Pop-Tarts and coffee. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I could actually sell Pop-Tarts at like $3 a pop. Yeah, $3 a Pop-Tart. Yeah, or do the uh, California thing and sell like $5 fucking toast. There's there's always that. $5 toast? Okay, well, Have I seriously not talked about this on the fucking podcast? No. That, okay, so that's a thing in California right now. Specifically like SoCal, L.A., you know, oh, Bay yeah. Area. Oh, yeah. Uh, where there are shops that open up where instead of like being you know a cafe or a pastry shop they sell toast just toast just toast toasted bread bread that has been cut okay well is this like a tubby dog toast place it's just toast with butter and maybe jam on it and it's like seven fucking dollars yes what <laughs> is 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 there a is there a shortage of um, bread toasting heat in SoCal? Like, it's... see, the problem isn't that that store exists. The problem that it can people go is there? that it's still in business. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm not mad at the store for existing because I mean they've got customers. Fucking, they're taking money. They've cornered good. the toast. They're market. literally stealing money, yeah, like good mugging their customers, replacing their wallet the, with a slab of toast. The people and then going on their merry way. Yeah, the people I'm fucking mad at are people. Who are paying five fucking dollars? Don't remember this. U.S. Is, this is yeah. I was gonna say this is freedom dollars. Yeah, U.S. dollars. So like when seven people, people bitch about spending more than a dollar for a fucking Big Mac. Yeah, seven to eight fucking dollar Canadian. The amount of people that I've seen that are like, uh, uh, you know, from the states that are like, oh man, I wouldn't pay five dollars for that. And it's something that would cost $20 here. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, well, it's like $5. alcohol here when people, people yeah. down in the States I are like. I would pay $10 for that, Mickey of You know there's something wrong in your state when you can, when but toast costs every, more than a fucking case of beer. But somehow beer. everybody's solution to something is to just buy another one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I just, so this, this is a picture of the toast you get. It's literally just toast with jam on it and some peanut butter on the side. Did they make the toast? 
I don't know. Like is it fresh bread? It it says well, I ate the it's, toast it's an and artisanal I... loaf. So oh. you you did leave out the part where it says I paid four dollars for this toast and I understand now. Yeah, I there is no way. I'm, yeah, I mean it's just a fucking loaf of goddamn bread that you could go down to Cobb's and get a same loaf a of bread loaf for, of bread for three dollars yeah so rather than one slice of toast yeah. like I, then, I can go to a bakery and get a piece of like a yeah loaf of bread for seven dollars yeah and it's like uh, yeah and yeah it's just lines of toasters and they make toast and that's that's their business model. Yeah, toast. But no, it's all I, like theoretically, it's all like, oh, homemade jam and fresh I peanut mean, butter and theoretically, all that. theoretically, I plan to make money doing something anybody can do. Yeah, well, but they don't. Well, see, at least with espresso, that kind of requires <laughs> specialized machinery. With this, it's fucking a toast. I mean, it's a toast. You, you don't, yeah, you don't necessarily need like high end espresso equipment to do that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. But somebody in the chat's asking if avocado, avocado is available to be added to the toast. I'm going to say probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, I feel gypped if jam. my toast doesn't have the option to come with avocado. Yeah. I just feel gypped fucking. For, walking in there yeah yeah for four or five dollars be like hmm but like i don't i don't think i've ever made that decision with any other food yeah like when i've been like should i go out to eat or should i just make you know make this at home well like that's the thing you get and it's not two slices it's one fucking slice it one, looks like texas it was, it was toast a thick though. slice yeah but it's still it's one, one god, slice of toast. one goddamn slice of toast for the price of a goddamn meal at mcdonald's that at is least, at least in the up. states, yeah. That is fucked up. Like, well, it, and yeah, if you convert that to Canada fucking I, dollars, it's like seven bucks. I can buy like a fucking Big Mac meal. That's true. fucking stupid. <laughs> like, goddamn. There's there's a reason. There's a reason that people eat like shit because it's cheap. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently you pay $7 for a piece of toast. Well, actually, speaking of cheap, I, I actually, I went out the other day because right now being jobless and moving into a new place, I don't have a lot of free income. You know? Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, so I'm uh, very much trying to reduce my food bill uh, because that's the thing is a lot of people spend a fuck load of money on food and end up mm -hmm. probably throwing half of it away. Yeah. Right. So I went out and I went to this one place I know of. It's this, uh, wholesale shop out by, you know, memory express there across yeah. the road. There's yeah. that wholesale. wholesale club. Yeah. I went there and I bought a 20 kilo bag of flour for 16 bucks and not the shitty stuff. Not that sunspun <laughs> that, bullshit. That's where I, got... I go to fill up on, uh, <laughs> coffee stuff. Oh Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. There's it, there's cups. There's a bunch of kitchen equipment. They had a deep oh, yeah. fryer there for about eight hundred and seventy bucks, which <laughs> is less than I spent on my espresso machine. Um, so. <laughs> the only thing I've kind of found about the wholesale club is that, like, I bought a bunch of bagels from them at one point. And they probably expired immediately. They expired immediately. Yeah. Uh, that is one of the unfortunate things about them. Like, you know, like I took them out of the store and they were just covered yeah. in mold by the time I left. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, bananas by the time you get them to the fucking car, they're getting ready to go old. Yeah. Which comedian was that? Fuck. I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so I went there, I bought a 20 kilo bag of flour, the good stuff, the red, red Robin or Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Robin Hood, strong baker's flour, 16 bucks. Sweet. 
bought myself a can of yeast that is big enough to last me for probably like half, uh, eh, two, three months for four bucks. I, you know, and then, you know, the only thing you, else you put into fucking bread is water, salt, and sugar, maybe oil or lard or something, depending on what bread you're making. But really, it's pretty simple, right? Yeah, it's really simple. It's really easy to make bread. By the way, people, if you haven't made bread, just fucking do it. It's it's so goddamn easy, right? You're it, It's like 10 minutes. Like you mix together ingredients and knead some dough for about 10, 15 minutes. Then you put it into a bowl, forget it exists for an hour. So like put it in a bowl, go watch an episode of Mythbusters or some shit. You know, get, throw on fucking Game of Thrones. Watch that. Come back. Yeah. Punch it down. Split it into loaves in your little bread things. Your your bread can or bread uh, b- pans. Pan. Yes. That one. Not can. Bread pan. Bread can. <laughs> bread can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the little bread that can. Throw on your oven. Again, go back. Watch a, watch a short episode. Something, you know, the 22-minute episode of something. Throw on an episode of whatever. Silicon Valley. Yeah, Silicon Valley. There you go. Good show. Watch an episode of that while the oven preheats and all that. And then, you you know, they should be risen up enough by then. And then you just throw them in the oven. Walk away for another fucking 30 minutes. So watch another episode of Silicon Valley. And then you have bread. Magically. Done. Who has bread? It's easy. Uh, so, yeah, I got that. So I'm not spending for, you know. Well, lately it's been like $3 for a fucking loaf of bread. It's stupid. If not more. Like yeah. You're, you're paying. You know what? It's when you get to like some of the fancy bread where I'm just like. Yeah. Like I don't really want to. I, I just honestly, I don't really eat. I don't really eat much like bread bread. Like I don't buy bread. I eat it, but I don't buy it. I normally go to the. There's a. Uh, there's a bakery in town. Um, Biblos Bakery. And oh, yeah, I've heard of They do a lot of the baklava. Uh, baklava, baklava, yeah, and they do, yeah. like, uh, tortillas and naan bread and um, also, like, lots of pitas. Yeah, basically, if you get baklava anywhere in the city, it's probably done by Biblos. Basically, yeah, like, yeah. just about. And they sell all the stuff in, like, co-op and whatnot. And co-op sells the Biblos tortillas that I'm, like, in love with because they do a spinach and pesto one, which is unbelievable. They do a tomato and basil one which is fucking awesome. They also do curry, uh, curry, plain, uh, white, whole wheat. They do a, um, and a cheddar cheese one. But I always get the spinach and the tomato one. And in co-op, they're like five bucks for a pack of 10 or eight for some of the fancier flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can go to Biblos directly and pay two fifty. Yeah. for 10 tour. And I'm just like... It's worth the gas to drive over there yeah. to to buy five packets of tortillas to yeah, last so, me. So and that, that's the thing is I got the so I got the flour. So that's my bread situation covered. Well, with twenty kilos is like my bread situation covered for the next fucking year. Oh yeah, you'll be okay for bread. Yeah. And then on top of that, I'm not going to need. Pretty soon, I'm not going to need the the yeast anymore because I'm actually starting my own sourdough starter. So I, I've got that going. Uh, right now and that's going to take probably a week maybe two before it's really good and strong and ready to go uh so i won't be able but won't be needing to buy yeast anymore so basically i've got the flour water is basically free and yeast for free for so i've got bread for a year (laughs) i i feel as though you need to once you have sourdough bread 
I feel as though once you make it, you need to cut the end off and fill it with like meat and onions and all sorts of jazz and cheese and then put that end back on and then rebake it all together <laughs> and then cut it and have it like a sweet, sweet like hamburger, well, basically like a baked would, in he hamburger. Would, he would have a meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yes. Uh, Quite I mean, literally. I'm going to try some meat. stuff. But then on top of that, I also bought uh, a big ass bag, a five kilo bag of lentils. Uh, layer decent yeah, soup. If, yeah. if you want to eat cheap, dry learn to love lentils. I, I do learn like to, lentils learn already. Learn to make them decent anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I also bought a five kilo bag of split yellow peas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I bought some ham. And you can already see where this is going. Split pea soup. Yeah. And I made split pea, lentil, and ham soup. And like mm. it, it, it was funny because it's like one cup lentils, one cup peas, a bit of uh, like uh, 50 grams of it. I have a whole like I've got a big bucket of chicken stock OXO shit that I've had for like the last five goddamn years. It never mm. goes away. I just never, never run it never out. never goes bad. Yeah. It's basically salt powder. But mm. <laughs> salt powder with some chicken flavor mm. on it. Salt powder rubbed on a chicken for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, See? This is salt. Yeah. Throw some of that away. in a pot, eight cups water, and, mm. you know, spice it up. And I also, normally it doesn't actually have ham in it. So I was like, well, I want ham too. So I bought a, like a ham nugget that was on sale at fucking Save-On for cheap. Chop that up, throw that in, a couple more cups of water, pressure cook it for half an hour, done. Split pea with ham soup, with lentils, and it's so goddamn filling. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there are ways, like, and it's funny because I talk to some people about, like, reducing the food bill. Because, uh, you know, they're, it's, a, it's actually, it's an issue that faces young people a lot. Definitely. You know, because you move out of home and you're usually, like, college students especially, and just it's like, like ramen. Yeah. Nothing but ramen. Nothing but ramen. All that. I did buy a box of ramen noodles. It was a pack of 20 for six bucks. Well, yeah, because, <laughs> see, you don't just have to, like, there was this misconception for the longest time that you just have to, well, it's still there, but you just have to take a package of ramen, boil it, and then eat it. Yeah. But every time I've made ramen, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to put some veggies in there some onions maybe some spices usually throw some meat in there oh, yeah. Get it. yeah like make it make it awesome like was, you don't just have to have noodles they, and broth they had like, some pork belly on sale at save on too so i picked some of that up for for the ramen mm. so i'm gonna make uh chashu pork which is easy it's fucking water soy sauce sugar sesame oil ginger and garlic it, and then you just bake it yeah it's easy as fuck and you just take that and you put it on a bowl of ramen, maybe throw a boiled egg in there. I always throw out those fucking flavor packets, too, because they're fucking gross. And I just use See, whatever so they usually salt packets, basically. Yeah. I'm just lazy with my ramen and add like egg drop. And that, I mean, that's good, too. Like, you know, good or, enough for me. You know, grab a pack of tofu. Other than that, my poor food go to is rice, frozen veggies and a tube of beef. beef a tube. tube of beef. A tube of a beef. beef tube. Yeah. Oh, well, rice is cheap too. Um, I didn't really want to do the rice thing because, like, I'm it, not it, doing keto right now because keto is hyper expensive. Like, it, it is can be very. It is extremely expensive, and I just I can't afford that bill. The amount of red meat you required just for doing it. Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't do a whole lot of red meat for me when I was on keto because it was so cheap. Is pork. 
I just mm. ate fuck loads of pork all the goddamn time to the point where I made instead of making butter chicken, I made butter pork one time. Mm. And then I was like, I think this is sacrilegious. Butter pork. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that this is disrespectful uh, to a religion I, somewhere. I don't know why, but that's just the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Want yeah. some of that there? Butter pork? Pork curry. <laughs> uh, curry. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just getting expensive. And I didn't, and not being on keto doesn't mean that I want to go like, let's eat all the carbs all the time. So I didn't yeah. want to buy a fuckload of like rice and shit, which is why I went with the lentils and peas because they were cheap too. Like, I think the peas were seven bucks for five kilos, which I, I mean, I don't know if you guys have had split pea soup, but like one cup of peas in that, in that soup, like I ate one little bowl and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so full. Oh yeah. It's filling. (laughs) So a lot of that, like when you buy food, when you go out and buy junk food, a lot of the times I don't find junk food very filling. No. Right? You could eat it endlessly. It's like it's like the bag of chips syndrome, right? Where, like, I know I could polish off a bag of chips, no problem. Like, yeah. it's pretty... Oh, not a bag of chips. I could polish off, like, two of those fucking family-size bags. Well, just because you, you're never full, right? Yeah. So your body, like, just processes it um, and... So someone in the chat is asking what keto is. And so just as a quick recap, keto is... A uh, dietary philosophy, I guess you'd call it a dietary uh, guideline. It's not really a diet because it's not like you eat this food and this food. It's just a way of eating where you reduce your carbohydrate. I would call it a diet because it is a way of eating a particular way. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would call it, a, I would call it a diet, but a loose diet. It's, yeah, it's it, it is a di- loosey goosey. It doesn't diet. dictate it, what foods you can eat. It it's dictates, not a strict it's, diet. It's not yeah. a crash diet. Yeah, yeah it like, dictates. It's not a Weight Watchers thing. No, it, but it does dictate what kind of food. <clears throat> you eat and how much of it specifically and they, they still have a caloric restriction don't they no there is no, no keto is only your macros okay so keto in its purest form is just you reduce your carbohydrates down to about five percent of your daily caloric intake um for most people it's like uh, what they'll do is uh one of two things is either your total carbs through for the day is under 50 uh, 50 grams or your total net carbs which is carbs minus fiber if you look at the package and you, you'll see carbohydrates like 20 and then fiber six which would mean that that is a 14, 14 grams of carbs. grams net carbs you keep your net carbs below 20 uh, for for the day so either 50 total below 20 net uh some people just do basic five percent it really depends uh, there's oh, arguments yeah, so. all over the internet about which one which way is the right way but really just you do you um, and then it's hot. You replace other carbs with fat. So you eat high fat, low carb, and then regular protein. So that's keto is just a quick crash course, but it, it's expensive. Cause it's like fucking nothing but avocados and di- like heavy cream and cheese and endless amounts of bacon. And yeah, that that's always been a very extreme option to me. Like, yeah. So I just think I'd have a hard time having like that much meat all the time. Well, you know what I mean? like, that that's sort of the point. That's and that's <laughs> no, no, no. And I understand Atkins that, but I'm branded. Yeah, but I'm saying for myself, right? Like I wouldn't mind. Like I don't know. I I might even 
yeah try it someday it, right like it's, it's one of those things where uh and uh roland pointed out atkins rebranded re uh so atkins is a keto based diet uh keto is not atkins uh it's you know all all, all thumbs are fingers not all fingers are thumbs so atkins was a type of keto diet uh but keto's actually been around for oh god ever jesus uh <laughs> that long huh it, well, uh but it was <laughs> since it, before it, the dawn of human time it was actually originally developed in the medical field uh specifically people for people with epilepsy really heavy epilepsy uh because switching your body over to ketones for fuel as opposed to carbohydrates for fuel seems to have some effect on the brain that reduces your uh your chances of having seizures. Hmm. Ah, I did um, not know that. Yeah. So that, that was why it was originally developed. Uh, and then people found out that, you know, and, and there are, there are people who are like, you know, either in medically induced comas or just people with severe epilepsy that have been on ketog medically ketogenic diets for decades. And people have just found that it, it tends to be a fairly healthy diet for them. And, uh, so then it started catching on in the weight loss community because people have found that they're able to lose significant amounts of weight doing it. So it's just one of those things that, you know, was developed for one purpose and then people went, wait, hey, this is actually really cool the way this works. And then shit happened and here we are. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, probably enough of my rambling about that. We just got back from a con. We did. <laughs> I just got back from Edmonton. After going to the con. Yeah! I'm home and it's weird. Oh. <clears throat> I've been there for like a week now. Oh. Isn't, yeah, that, isn't that like the weirdest feeling? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But oh, no. Go. Isn't, isn't that the weirdest feeling? Like, I don't know. I get that every time I go on vacation. Like, when I'm there, I go, wow, look at all this new stuff. And then when I come home, I'm like, wow, look at all this old but now new stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah it feels weird driving down like you just take the same road every day and then you leave for two weeks and come back and you're just like it's different somehow i, I was like so it, happy to be back in my house though like holy crap there's I, nothing like returning home now i Seriously. will i will say that after being uh after being at the con in the in the hotel, oh my god, that hotel is garbage. <laughs> um, but after being in that hotel for a few days, I was very glad to come home to my nice bed, my nice whatever the fuck posturpedic that bowling ball bullshit. That one, <sighs> Temperpedic? yeah, that shit. Yeah. Um, though after being in Edmonton for so long, and because I drove the camper up there. Mm. I was so weirded out by driving either of my cars when I got back because I had to move them so that I apparently the neighbors have been complaining about the uh, the camper. Oh, so really? I moved. Well, I heard it through the grapevine, so I moved it into the back, which involved moving both cars. So the Camry, which I mean, first of all, my both my cars are manual. I've been driving an automatic for the last week. Um, how, how many times did you hit the fucking brake as the clutch? Not at all. Really? Um, but what was really weird was gas pedal response, um, acceleration. I'm not three feet up in the air. My camper, is, well, my car is not a boat, you know, on wheels. Mm. Uh, I don't have uh, reliable turn signals in the camper. There's no AC. There's oh. no auxiliary jack. 
There's uh, the speedometer does not have a light. We get it. It's a piece of garbage. <laughs> it's in ill repair. Oh God. Well, yeah, and there's no I, seats, no steering wheel, no ignition, oh, no I, tires, I tried no motor. To, I tried to buy dualies that don't fit for it. Uh, by tried, I mean I bought dualies that don't fit for it. Good job. Uh, the the brake line is like apparently in a really bad position where it could just be severed at any moment oh. uh, on the crossbeam underneath the vehicle. Oh, you that's know what? Good. I've I've had that before. My my old truck. It was up on the hoist, and I walked in, and I was like, so how does it look? They're like, everything's good, except for, here's your brake line. It needs to be replaced. <laughs> and it's literally just a rusty tube. Like that's a, And he just kind of, just sort yeah. of like, like, like he's just snapping like a fucking pretzel. Like, just snap. We, we feel like the brake line may have been there since the day it was built. <laughs> Probably. Because it was built in America, in California, America. at an RV place. So, America. Yeah. Oh, and the entire inside is practically rotted out, so mm. I got some work to do. Tasty. Delicious. Yummy, rotted out insides. So, Adam, this was your first furry, was it not? <laughs> it was. It was my first fur con ever. Yeah. Yeah. How was that for you? You know what? Lots of fun. Yeah? Oh, I had a blast. I was actually sad that I had to leave so early that I was only... I was actually only there for 24 hours exactly. Yeah. Aww. Because I got there at 3 and I left at 3. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really sad that I had to work and I couldn't stay longer. And you know what? I will say this. I will say this as like a... I don't know. Like a... Skirt the edge... Kind of furry, non-furry. Border, yeah. Borderline furry. Fucking straight up borderline. Um, but I will say this, that... Because I, like, I told some friends that I went, because whatever, fuck, oh, no, yeah. sh no shame, who cares, I don't care. Um, and, and they were like, really? And I was like, you know what? I will throw this out there, and I will absolutely always give the fandom this one thing. When I was there, there is not many other places that you can go... That, I don't know, um, the majority of people are all inviting. Like, everyone's hugging, which is... <laughs> everyone's hugging. <laughs> that, yeah. That's either um, a positive or a negative, everyone's depending hugging, on the situation. The everyone's hugging. Can, can I go into the adult section? I don't know. You don't look tall enough. <laughs> Maybe if you stand on your tippy toes. Yay! Walks in there. Everybody's hugging. Hey. Yeah. Everybody's hugging. Can I go to the adult section? Um... <laughs> Well, if you're not comfortable with this, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, yeah, like fur cons where the adult section is more tame, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, um, <laughs> um, uh, honestly, like it was, it was a beautiful thing. Honestly, it was, it was super heartwarming and it was a lot of the times an extremely positive atmosphere. Um, lots of people were super nice. Um, it just honestly i think it's i think it's great and if people if people would not focus so much on the actual like the like their their opinion or like their disparaging remarks of like the furry fandom i think if they would just like take that part of it out of it momentarily to see like the raw like hey 
this is what's happening here, right? Let's let's like forget the rest, you know, like some of the gnarly parts of, you know, the fandom because it like every every group the has Nazi a furs well, and... every group has a shitty every group has a fucking cancerous sore, right? Like yeah. it, it's it happens, right? It's just how it is. But if they would take that out and just see, like even just looking around, I was like, I don't think I've seen this many people fucking talk to strangers you know hug strangers like be engaging want to do things be involved like it was cool it was really awesome and it was really enlightening honestly it was it was a cool experience that is one thing i will say to the fandom is it tends to be like uh, i actually find that they're accepting to a fault see and that's that's but see here's the thing about going to a furry con is that you go and you don't you might, but you don't just immediately see, like, the trash of society. You see, because people hanging in, people hanging in the bar, talking like normal people, and, you know, maybe playing on a RetroPie on a TV. Then you probably also see, like, Cutie Fox sitting in a corner trying to touch people. Oh, yeah. That was a thing. Um, now, I will say, so, my first furry convention ever. Uh... Was you should a, was not Anthrocon. be the basis for comparison about so, this. Yeah, but my first furry convention ever. Because you decided that we would room with a stranger so. that had no concept of personal space or respect. <laughs> so my first furry convention ever was an, was an Anthrocon. Uh, the first person I saw at this Anthrocon, I walked off. We parked, went grabbed her shit, got in the elevator to go up to the lobby. I walked out of the lobby elevator from the parkade and like went around the corner to the main lobby. And right beside me, there's a dude sitting on a f- the, like a ledge on the flower bed and he's talking on his phone and he's, he's, you know, wearing these really crusty looking rabbit ears and he looks super cracked out. And he's like, yeah, man, I really hope that I end up in like an orgy every night. And I'm just like, those are the first words I heard at this convention. Though really you cannot blame random happenstance. (laughs) I know. For everyone's experience when they enter a con. I I know. I know. I have not heard anybody say, Unless I knew them personally, <laughs> that they wanted to be in an orgy every single night. And, and that's the thing is, I know that it's no way indicative of the whole like, of the fandom. But I wouldn't like. There if, is definitely a dark, seedy like, underbelly. Just, sure, but, but let's just say everything. you walk into the hotel and the first thing you see is the group of people huddled around a retro pie playing fucking Jackbox games, like I'd, everybody. You know what? to what? Like, (laughs) that might not specifically happen, but, like, everybody likes Jackbox games, Well, considering the retro pie wasn't what the Jackbox games were on. No, but regardless. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of for everybody, that was my other favorite part. Being there, because, like, like, seeing pockets of the fandom, you know, you're just kind of like, okay, you know, like, this... This fits a certain social group. This fits a certain social group. This fits a sort, you know, because everybody has cliques and groups and every group oh, yeah. kind of fits, has their niche, right? The genres, man. But, but going there, you know, there's metal and then goth metal and death metal. And, and oh, the yeah. other thing about that dude that wanted to be in an orgy every night will probably never get invited to one because yeah, those types of people don't get invited because they're not responsible. You know who he is? He's the old man at hedonism talking about the ripping and the tearing. That's exactly who he is. That creepy old man 
on that interview Dude, he like, looked from like Hedonism he, Week. He looked like he was 16. You know, full disclosure, I have been to cuddle rooms and I've been to like, you know, sex parties and they don't happen like the super creepy dude on <laughs> the fucking park bench going, man, I sure hope I get laid every night because that, I mean, it would literally never happen outside of a con. I, I That's I, not the people who go. Maybe you've just been to the cool ones. I go to the ones where those people aren't invited. Yeah. You, you, you know what, though? I've I've talked with a couple of friends that are swingers, and they have mentioned to me that um that they have that they have said like because I I was obviously very curious because it's not really something I could don't think I could ever really do. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a it's just me. Mm-hmm. But I I like. I was like, okay, well, like, give me a scenario. Like, I want to learn. Like, I want to know, like, why, why you find this appealing. And they explained to me and said, like, I was like, what about creeps? Like, because that was more so my interest. I was like, what about, like, the gross, disgusting, like, what, like, give me, give me a thing. And they had mentioned that there was certain, there's been certain times where, uh, like, they've gone to a club or something like that for that. Um, and that, like, those people... There, there is actual like there is boundaries and there is and oh, those yeah. people, those people like get very kindly escorted out. Like, like you, <laughs> you don't like, yeah, you don't get to be like. I was like, I always thought it would be like seedy and kind of off, but yeah. no, it's no, very there, like there they are... make it a very safe environment for everyone yeah. that really wants. They to They have do that. like the people in those kinds of communities, like the BDSM communities, sex party communities, swingers, and all that have more rules than anyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, because you can't have a community like that well, without them. Especially in, like, the BDSM community. There, there, There's, like, at least if you're in a half-decent community. I, I've And these parties I've, are hugely based on trust for the people that are there. Oh, yeah. Well, Huge. and that's, that's the thing. I, I don't know what the community in Calgary is like. I've never been involved in it. I honestly um, don't know the Calgary community yeah, that well. But, like, uh, ev- everywhere I've read about uh, the BDS, like, this specifically BDSM community, they're pretty fucking strict. Oh, yeah. Like, you respect your, or get out. About like, your conduct when you're in these environments. Oh, it's huge. Right? Well, like, my boyfriend is in the suspension community. Yeah. And I imagine that, it's the same thing. It's like being in a doctor's office. Yeah. Or, sorry, like it's like being in a surgeon's operating room yeah because there are masks there are gloves there are well it's because uh, there's clay, needles like, autoclaves yeah everything yeah. like that's the kind of preparation you need for these kinds of things otherwise, otherwise some... they're going to crash and burn just like you'd expect them to yeah well it, otherwise people get hurt yeah um that's actually something i was going to say like when I, before when i mentioned that I, I feel like the furry fandom is accepting to a fault uh, that's actually one of the things that, you know, bugs me is I feel like the furry fandom is actually really accepting of people that it shouldn't be accepting of like the really creeper types, the disrespectful borderline rapey type people. See, outside of getting kicked out of those events though, there's no way to control or regulate those people. No, but like, that's the like, thing is you have creepy f- McRape base sitting on the park bench outside of Anthrocon. Yeah, mouth breathing um, over until every he, fucking first. Until he, he does something, you can't really kick him out no well see i don't agree with that i i don't agree with that until they do something you can't kick them out. no well okay like, until they obviously present a like a danger to the con like yeah because I, I what are you gonna do kick him out for being creepy yes 
Why? Well, uh, if like, he's paid for the hotel and he's well, paid the registration fees. Because that's the thing is like, uh, you know, people like that, like, you know, like, like Adam was saying in these swinger clubs, if there's someone being fucking creepy, they get escorted out because what that creepy person is doing yeah, is making are, other people very, uncomfortable. Those are very private events for very specific Furry things. conventions are private events. It's they're yes, big but, private events, but they're private events. There, there's an obvious reason for th- it's just, those rules it, it's to be not, in place, though. To me, it's not fair to ask everybody to put up with the creepy mouth breather in the corner that's making people uncomfortable. Okay, but who's supposed to enforce these rules? I don't know. I, I find <laughs> like it would that be very... your entire argument is based on somebody being able to go objectively. You're creepy and disturbing everyone. Please leave. I, I see what you're I see what you're saying, Tal, and if there was a if there was a good solid way to regulate it, that would be like to everyone's benefit, right? Oh yeah. But I, I think Saber makes a good point in the chat saying that the communities talk and that if somebody really yeah. is that out of line, that you'd like to hope that people would band together yeah. that's we, not him too. We know the tell kinds of people person. that do that stuff. Oh, and yeah. we don't hang out we almost actively well we actively ostracize them because they're not welcome yeah well and so and i i would say that the very fandom does like, that until but... uncle kage at one point has a problem with somebody and goes you have to leave then i'm i don't just don't see it happening yeah well so and, and like i would say that the you know uh, ideally the furry fandom would just handle things like that you know if someone's being a real creeper word gets around and people he stops getting invited to these kinds of events right um, however, you know, do you guys remember, you would probably remember fucking, oh God, I can't even remember his name anymore. I don't remember anything. Sea um, Fox? No, Alan, uh, that, that fucking black dog <laughs> with the red bandana that gotten all that shit cause he was oh. begging for money. Yeah. What's and then he nuts? got, then he got kicked off of fur affinity for it. Yeah. Yeah. He still has a massive following. So, like he's still around yeah, but and still has a huge following. That is the whole internet troll, like we'll say culture for lack of a better yeah. word well he has a following of people who who feel like he was victimized right for who are probably just as big losers as he is <laughs> like fuck but those people all, they're not i don't care about their opinions all of that said though and I just will because say, he has a following doesn't mean he's accepted i will say though that this uh that this particular furry convention this furry um there were no major issues uh actually like you know the whole time i was there nothing really happened there was no furry fapper i mean moment there the only problem i had with this particular con was the rooming situation but even that wasn't so bad no yeah like um so this convention the only issue we had was their the ac on the 11th floor which they fixed after the first night yeah they fixed that after the first night um yeah, apparently the pump went out for the whole fucking floor. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, that, that power was hot. Yeah, so, um, but other than that, yeah, and, like, I was even talking to Thalinor. Uh, he's the guy who runs the con, and I was like, you know, yeah, I, I didn't see anything con-goer facing. He's like, yeah, no, actually. I was like, I imagine you guys are still running around, you know, ripping your hair out behind the scenes, but... And he's like, well, actually, no, like everything, you know, there's your typical convention hiccups that happen to every fucking convention, you know, some, some shit's not here soon enough. We're running out of some other shit. There was, you know, somebody did some shit somewhere, you know, there's 750 fucking people. There's going to be things, but he's like, for the most part though, yeah, everything went pretty fucking smooth. So yeah, I don't know what it was this year, but it was pretty fucking chill. 
was a I, good well, time. That's the power of magic <laughs> at Dogwarts. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I think I think that's that's something that you know really would really resonate with people, especially like first timers, right? Yeah. Because if if it is a catastrophic, like <laughs> seriously, if you, it's, mean, if, you mean like our live show? <laughs> <laughs> if it is a if it is a steaming pile, and it's like. I don't know. It's kind of like driving out to the woods, pushing some out the door and throwing them a jackknife and go, survive, bye. <laughs> and they, just, they just drive away. Like that's uh, honestly. And like being, being first timer there, like, you know, if, if I wasn't like, if I didn't know, if I didn't know a lot of you guys, I mean, yeah, it's, it's to probably some point, intimidating. It, to some point it is very intimidating. Like I don't, necessarily once i warm up i'm just fine right it doesn't take yeah. me long but once i warm up i'm good but it is it would be intimidating for a first timer that doesn't really know a lot of people maybe someone from out of town that wants to come and enjoy the con and if it is a shit show do you think they're ever going to want to come back oh no so actually you... that's how i did my first ac i went there and the only people i knew was like three or four people yeah, Out you, of the two, me, and yeah. a couple other people. I think, yeah. I think Matt Panther like came with the, us. The people I went with and a couple locals were the only people I knew. And then, like, a couple people on the internet that I vaguely knew but had never met, you know, mm. and that, that's, like, it. And I went to this con, and it was literally, like you were saying, just, like, drive up, get out with the jackknife, and just, like, good luck, and just threw myself, threw myself to the fucking wolves. And... It luckily it worked out for me because uh, that was know, not a good year for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it worked out for me. I ended up meeting, you know, I got to hang out with a couple of my actually more favorite artists. People like I don't really, I I don't know if I'd call the well, they're friendly. I would like to call them friends, but we barely talk anymore. Acquaintances. Yeah, the, you know, we we don't talk as much anymore. But it's still like one of those things. Like if I message on Twitter, it's all friendly and stuff. You know, and. You know, I got to meet a bunch of people, some friends that I, a couple people that I made really good friends with, you know, and, you know, so that can work out and it really depends on what kind of person you are, though. My general advice for going to a convention is know some of the people that you're going with. Have somebody you can hang out with because otherwise you're just going to be wandering out around the con like, yep, spent all my money on art already. I have talked to and seen all of the booths. There's a no panel I'm interested in for the next four hours. And I already ate. Sweet. I have four Time hours. Time to drink. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that's what ends up happening. Is you're just like, all right. Time to Wait, get shit-faced. No, sorry. You... All of those things you just mentioned were also times to drink simultaneously. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, that was another thing. I think one of the other reasons if that you my are con not went well and ingesting I'm... booze twenty four seven at a con, you're doing it wrong. Well, I think that I was one of wrong. the reasons that I managed to meet so many people was that I was basically shit faced the entire con. Not for a uh, this my like my when I was going to AC and shit. Uh, that's basically back what in I our did. younger years, yeah. our wild days. Actually, this at for I only had like three drinks the whole con. Dude, I can't drink anymore. I, I can't. I don't like it. No. People are like, you want to get wasted? And I'm like, no, nah, not really. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> like, that's, that's... As I go out onto the balcony and Smoke get up. high as a kite. But yeah. I'd prefer that 
to drinking because I just don't feel like shit afterwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And Weed is so much better than alcohol It just makes that. me stupid and uncoordinated. But like uh, you know, I didn't. I you know, I didn't really get drunk. Like I said, I had like a beer the one day. I had one of their weird uh, butter beer things. They had the I don't get butter beer drinks. It? It, it, it's a root beer float, basically. Oh, um, okay. And then the, you can get them with alcohol, in which case it's a root beer float with vodka. <laughs> uh, I had a uh, what was it? There, uh, Alexi had a shit ton of like soviet soda orange drink weird yeah and uh it was a it was a that like so like an orange float with uh some lime vodka see at this at foray the one thing i really do like about the hotel as much as the rooms are garbage they're terrible they were uh uh, they're bad but i mean at least i guess i don't at I, least I, it I wasn't a lot for bad. a little what, what were you guys having troubles with well the like i said the ac didn't work for the first night um the carpets i don't think have been steam cleaned since the 70s okay well let's let's <laughs> let's throw this out there the suite the suite you were in was like that was like the fucking hilton yeah. In comparison to poor Lucy and Dez's room and Morg. Yeah, their room was their room was like the the couch had cigarette burns like in it this big. Oh. Uh, like it was it was rough. Like there was wires oh, sticking no. out of all the Oh yeah. Like it oh, was my God. Oh, it was quite it was quite the but again, at least you get what you're like, at least you know what you're paying for. Yeah. Right? Like the well, sweets the sweets actually weren't that bad. Uh, other so than the AC. We were at a hundred we were at hundred and forty a night uh for our room. And like most and like at Anthrocon, they've got the West End, which is a nice fucking hotel, by the way. Uh and that's beautiful around, convention center. Yeah, and it, it's around the same price. And where is Anthrocon? Uh that's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh really? Yeah. Oh right on. It's, it's also it's freedom huge. dollars and nowhere near as economical as it was three years like True, two years ago. But it, you know that's it's also a convention of what are they at seven thousand something wow. in there? Yeah, wow. it, it's huge. But it's it, it's, it's the still, furry mecca. It's still Pittsburgh. The the two biggins are uh, AC and FC. Anthrocon further confusion. Like um, consider that it's in Pittsburgh and the hotels there probably just aren't that expensive anyway. Yeah. So so yeah, you've got Anthrocon, which is in one of the biggest convention centers I've ever been in. You could park a fucking seven forty seven in the main hall. It's it's yeah. it's gigantic. Uh and just they, keep in mind that hotels are not cheap here to begin with. No. And so you've got Anthrocon and there and like the convention center there is so big that despite the, there being 7000 people there's still room to grow. Uh and then you've got Further Confusion which that's in San Jose at the convention center down there and once again they're huge. Right? They're right behind AC. I actually they kind of leapfrog each other usually. And, um, yeah, the, so they, um, uh, they're in this, uh, the San Jose convention center, which also is fucking huge. So they have room to grow. Uh, but the, the one thing I do like about this hotel, despite the fact that there's like a literal hole in the wall in our, our room. And I mean, I love the lounge area. Yeah. The, I was I the the ceiling in the fucking bathroom was like six inches above my head. Oh, it was very short. <laughs> Man, like I, 
I've not had any of these problems with my room. Oh yeah, no. Like I stayed in one of the one of the suites with the balconies. Oh, okay. It was the nice. suites I thought the in suites the were East nice. Tower. Like the suites weren't bad. Like the the other room though was was definitely like not good. I'm I'm not that picky either, but it was definitely like yeah. it was it was an but old The room. one thing I will give this hotel is that lounge. The downstairs is really nice it's so nice it's so easy like, just to sit down there and the, hang out. yeah the huge atrium and like that's basically what i did all con was i just sat in the lounge I know, area you were there for like eight hours yeah the but, one day but the reason i was there for eight hours was like i i asked them if i could bring down my raspberry pi and hook it up to the tv so he hooked it up to that tv that was on the wall there oh yeah but oh, geez this was we were, before then i yeah, saw you there for like the entire day on friday i was there for the entire fucking con like, and we sat sat around playing games, and what it, what would end up happening is, since it's central, there is seating, there's skylights, you can well, order and it's drinks. it's on the other side of the bar, so no one is there. Yeah, you just sit, and you can see everybody down in the main area. So you can people watch and yeah. video game and yeah. hang out. It's and, a beautiful lounge. Yeah, and, and you can order drinks from there, too. So it's just like you just sit there drinking, you know, hanging out, talking to people, and you're right there where everyone can see you. So everyone you know is just sort of like, oh, Tell's over there. And they come up and say hi. I got to see everybody. And I didn't move. <laughs> I just sat there. That, <laughs> that, was, that was one of my favorite parts is when we were just chilling in the lounge there. It was a nice lounge, and it was just a great placement. And Yeah, and just people would come up and say hi, or if you saw someone, you'd be like, hey, hey, and you can call to them from the fucking... Don't even have to get up, and then they'd come up and hang out for a while. Like, It's honestly probably, like, that to me is totally worth the rooms. Oh, definitely. All right, because the reason I go to Being able to stay in the hotel is so much better. Yeah. Well, and, you know, so for me, like, going to conventions and stuff, to me, a convention isn't about like, you know, I'm not really interested. I don't do panels. I've never really, never really have done panels. I don't know. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I'm not it a panel depends person. depends on what you're there for. Yeah. I mean, you know. Sometimes you want to see what other people have to say about a topic you're interested yeah, in. Yeah. Like if there's a, you know, like, you know, because I have friends who are like really into like at uh, FC, there's the uh, adult dragon panel, which is basically let's all sit in a room Who's and look lion at, is it anyway yeah well the the adult dragon panel is basically let's all sit in a room and watch dragon porn for a while uh <laughs> see i got to see the dance comp and like the the full dance comp and the full variety show for the first time ever oh at yeah a con. yeah i've never been into the variety shows uh, um i i have gone to a couple variety shows like late and been Adam's looking at us weird. No, no, no. I just, I'm curious, like, what was in the variety show? Oh, the or variety? is it quite literally a variety it, it's show? It's a variety show. It's a, it, ta- uh, actually, this was labeled as a talent show, yeah, I believe. Imagine basically your high school talent show. Oh, right on. Uh, essentially what you're getting into. Well, like, there, there's some things I get behind and some things I don't. Um, I am, I mean, the whole fursuit, like, lip syncing thing, I don't really get. Yeah. I I get why they do it, but I just don't enjoy watching it. Yeah, because well, unfortunately, the fursuit mutes I so much of your movement that it just it makes it well, so it's a guy in a fursuit and costume. I would, I would liken it. I would liken it to a drag around. show, except most of the time the fursuit never changes. So I'm just watching somebody's persona stand up there and make 
some muted movements to a overplayed song. And yeah. I, what a, a lot of what I come to the variety shows for are to see people that actually do, you know, skits or have some sort of talent show off. Um, one guy came up with a ukulele and did his own Steven Universe cover. Oh. That was great. He won. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like, the talent shows do have merit. I do enjoy going to them. I just don't really get the whole, like, fursuit thing for, for a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, unless it's, like, a choreographed dance, of which there was some of that, too, and that's good. Yeah. Well, if you're doing a choreographed dance, just go in the dance comp, really. Um, uh, well, like the dance comp is for one person. Yeah. The choreographed dances with a bunch of fursuits are for the talent show. And those are kind of neat. Actually, the, the, that's one thing that I saw a lot with the dance comp. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't want to shit on anyone, but... Uh, also, I think the dance comp was rigged and... Um, <laughs> no. Um, absolutely. Um, Mama What's-Her-Name should have gotten it. But uh, <laughs> so... Uh, with the dance competitions and fursuits and not to shit on anybody it's just this is just me um one of the things that i think the fursuiters need to stop doing is playing music that has any form of lyrics and then moving their hands around like they're talking to the lyrics and i'm just don't well, do that dance that, uh, see that's like the variety show shit yeah. that i'm talking about the dance comps are almost never like that well i watched the videos of the dance comp from this year Okay. And there was a bunch of people doing that. And, like, you know, oh. if, if it was, like, a rap-ish section See, like, in the song, the, the they'd start moving the their hands. The slightest bit of, like, incontinuity or, like, something you don't like just destroys everything for you. Yes. For some reason. But, but like, that's the um, thing is they, they move but their... their dancing is still almost always spectacular. Yeah. So the dancing I like. It's just, yeah, when there's, like, a rap thing or something in the middle of the song and they start moving their hands like they're talking... And it's like you're it it doesn't the illusion does not follow the whole like I'm a fursuiter lip syncing or talking so I move oh. my hands does not follow talking with your hands which, in fursuit does not work because uh, the motions are so muted. Which one specifically are you talking about? I can't remember. Well, do you remember what the suit was? No, I just uh, I was watching Orky was go say, through his dailies over his shoulder. There was Thug Pug. Which I was in on that joke, so that was just a big lark anyway. Oh, I, I have no idea. Yeah. I, I don't know who Thug Pug is. Uh, so. Oh, look for a really retarded fursuit head in Orky's videos. You'll see it. I, I mean, you say that. No. <laughs> no. No. Look for the retarded head. You will find it. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've seen some pretty bad fucking fursuits okay, in my day you, you need to get in touch with orky see that video and you tell me that i am wrong just just ask orky also to say what's the most retarded one i fucking found? laughed so hard this con because i got to um seb my roommate came up he, he managed to come up for the con last minute and uh he was wondering about, like, sleeping situations. I'm like, well, I mean, if you're looking for a room for the night, you know, you're always more than welcome to come back to our room, but have to be prepared for my roommate. <clears throat> and okay. I, I described him in very explicit, stoned detail. And something happens when I get stoned, and I... Yeah, it's really called, sort of nailed down. It's called you get really high. That's what happens. 
Uh, that didn't do anything. Uh, you shouldn't have said. I'm just going to plug you back in there. Um, no, I, I knew it didn't work. Um, I like how it was crisper. No, I actually um, described him as like the drunk molesty uncle. <laughs> Late night sneaky uncle. Um, and I came back down. Like I, He was hanging out with us and we were trying to lose him a little bit. And um, we ran into Seb in the bar. And he's just like, that's lucky, isn't it? He knew fucking right away. Because I think immediately he started offering uh, water sports showers for uh, him. So a, a golden shower, like, can I pee on you kind of interaction. What? See, this is the kind of person we're talking about that you don't really want to see at cons. So my, my, my con moment like that, this wasn't it for a, again, it was AC. Um, want to see the, my tiny Asian penis? Uh, no, that was not... AC that was rainforest. rainforest uh was the Korean coffee penis guy uh no the so I there was just this dude that I knew off of fucking AIM or whatever the fuck and uh you know we were just hanging out we were gonna go get some lunch or some shit and he needed to grab something from his room like he needed to get his wallet or something you know, this is typical shit, by the way. If you're like, let's go get food, immediately eight people have some shit they got to do first, but they really want to come, so wait for me, and it takes an hour and a goddamn half for everybody. So uh, this Yeah, is, we need to implement a rule against yeah, that. This is normal fare. So I, I'm like, let's go get lunch. He's like, okay, I just need to grab whatever from my room. You want to come up with me? Okay, sure. We go grab whatever, you know, wait the fucking 45 minutes in line for the elevator. Get to his room. And then he scans his card, starts opening the door, stops and closes it. Looks at me. And he goes, wait there for a second. Opens the door again and like slips inside and closes it. Yeah, like the. Like and I'm the, like, uh, I'm sitting there. I'm like, Okay. And then, like, ten seconds later, he comes back, opens the door, he's like, okay, you can come in. And I'm like, what was that about? And he's like, oh, my roommate had a scat party in here earlier, and I just wanted to make sure that it was all good. And I was like, a scat, like, like a poop party in your room. I, oh. Well, I mean, so if you walked in there, didn't see literal piles of shit. No. It, didn't it, smell literal piles of no, shit. No, it smelled like a freshly cleaned room, really. Then I, then I think they did a very good job of it. Yeah. That's how you should run a scat party. <laughs> I, it was just like, just, uh, you know, getting up there and just like, oh, yeah, I had a scat party in here. And like, oh, <laughs> okay. You could have just told me that you were checking to make sure that people weren't fucking, but... Well, All right. He, but full disclosure, <laughs> scat party. Yeah, I mean, you have to appreciate the honesty. Yeah. I mean, not that it's like a problem. I mean, you do you, man. You want to have I mean, people poop you, on you your can, chest? You Go consider hard. that if you have to check every time well, that your yeah. room is still clean from the scat party, Yeah, that it's going to come up. That's, I, that's I just a good person. Yeah. Well, just, uh, that's just a I good just, person. I just found it funny that he's like, oh, yeah, I had a scat party in here. Like... All right, man. Could have just said making sure there's no dildo on the bed or something. But... No, no, no. But that's, I don't know. I appreciate. Well, granted, with I mean, people like this, with the sexually liberated types of furries, and, and, hey, it's like a dildo on the see, bed. They're like, oh, fuck, whatever. Yeah. See, to be fair, that's what you assumed he was doing anyway, but you asked. 
<laughs> yeah. And if you ask a question, you would better be ready for the answer. It Fair may enough. Because it, it may or may otherwise not Otherwise, he's just going to lie to you. And what if he doesn't want to do that? Yeah. What What if he doesn't feel a need to lie? What if he's not ashamed of his <laughs> scat fetish, Tal? Why didn't you think of that? I will say most of the people that I have met with a scat fetish are in no way ashamed of it. I think Granted... I feel I, like they should be, but... Granted, the ones that I've met who I know have a scat fetish, the only reason I know is because they're not ashamed of it. So I could know a lot more people who are and are just ashamed of it. I, I but... feel like that's like a balls-out fetish. <laughs> like, that's like a... That's like a... Other end. Hey, everyone! Yeah. Like, Other yeah, end. Just it's an like, ass-out fetish. What day is it today? Yeah, like... It's that, poop on my chest day. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Anybody want to poop on my chest? <laughs> Do you want to come to a movie? <sighs> Somebody's shitting on me at I mean, six hey, o'clock. Hey, you want to come to a movie and poop on my chest? That's <laughs> serious, <laughs> seriously. I'm going to see a movie called uh, poop on Let's my chest. Forget the movie and poop on my chest. Yep. No, no, no. I feel like that's a balls out fetish. Like yeah. that's a that's a straight up uh, like, like. If you, if you're gonna go for it, you gotta go. You gotta go all out. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I'm trying to be so good right now. <laughs> um, it's it's so hard. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you're gonna buy one glass table, you might as well buy six. Okay, so <laughs> just so that I like how this can... leads into something for you. Okay, so i I think i've I think I've mentioned this before. Um, uh, what is it that I used to know a guy. That apparently, like, the most sexual thing he could think of was a woman cutting pineapple in front of him. What, what about a woman just straight up using a fucking dildo? What is it about the uh, pineapple? Apparently, no, it's like cutting a pineapple. Really? And, like, I don't know what it is, but that almost bothers I mean, me more that man than is, somebody saying, that man is. I like when people shit on my chest. I'd be like, I just love it when a woman cuts pineapple in front of I, me. I feel like that man is blessed to have such a mundane fetish. I I wouldn't say blessed. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel know. like that's the kind of person that Your would... wife is in the kitchen cutting pineapple and you, you know, come right up behind her and fuck her. I think she's going to be pretty pleased. Oh, or but, mad but I don't think... she falls face first onto the knife. That she's well, cutting pineapple. Or gets a face full of pineapple. don't smash her head into the counter when you're doing it. Yeah, and then there's pineapple juice everywhere. <laughs> you like that? You like that? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, that's honestly that's something I can't... I don't know. I'd say getting turned on by cutting a pineapple is a lot easier to explain than you get turned on by eating people. I don't know. I'd say it's harder to explain, but it's easier to live with. Is it? it I mean, I'd say so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, no, it's, if you it's go pretty there, easy to explain like the really, really raunchy see, fetishes because it's just they're really I, raunchy. I just imagine going up to a woman and like say like I have a girlfriend and then I get turned on when she cuts pineapple. And I was like, hey, you know, what get me really riled up if you cut that pineapple. She'd be like, that's weird. But okay, yeah. Like there's no like harm said, in that. It's, it's really if easy like, to live with. Hey, you know what? Really turn me on right now. You take down your pants, squat down, take a massive dump on my balls. That get me going, and she would probably dump you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, it's, that's what I mean. It's like an I said, easier. It's it's easier to live with, but uh, harder to explain for the pineapple thing, right? 
like because that's the thing is it's really easy to explain really really raunchy shit because the answer is just it's really really raunchy that's uh, the it's, fucking it's, appeal it's wrong and you get turned on yeah. even more by the fact that yeah Oh all, yeah, all because the, you're just like, yeah, oh, like all, you all know it's like shit morally is, objectionable, and you're just like, oh, yeah, oh. like that shit is easy to wrap your head around. You just eat that shit. Definitely, right up. definitely not my thing, but I can at least like wrap my head around why someone that. might be into like I don't know puking porn or whatever. Like, I mean, bulimia porn. Yeah, well, just because it's so fucking dirty that of course somebody's turned on by it. It's the really weird, innocent, clean shit that makes me go, what? Wait, huh? It's it's the stuff that you, like, there's a deep-seated meaning behind it. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're just or like, you're why? Just, you're just so, <laughs> yeah. like, deranged and demented that you're yeah. like, how could you possibly get cut on by yeah. something so, or uh, turned on by something so innocent? Yeah, well, you know, it's like gummy bears porn, you know? It, it's like, why? wait, what? Gummy bears. Hey, hey, actually, the gummy bear thing is thrusting here and there. And I've, I've never done this because I think it's fucking weird to do. <laughs> but people that, you know, webcam with their friends eating gummy bears like they're people. What? Is that a thing? Yeah, but that. Oh but yeah, that, but that just boils down 100%. to vor though, pretty easily. Oh, yeah. I yeah. guess that's like yeah, vor yeah, macro it's, it's stuff. It's easy to explain because vor. Yeah, and vor macro. That's also but at the pretty same time, easy like, to explain. I've never done oh, it yeah. because I'm like, that's yeah. weird. There's a whole macro thing, which that's all like power play shit, and then you've got oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, then you got vor, which that's partially power play, and then there's the whole like intimacy aspect. You know, those are easy. Right, I can get my head around it. I can understand it. It's not my thing, but I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Whereas if you're going to tell me that you get off on somebody serving you salad, I'm going to look at you like you're fucking deranged. But there's deranged. the whole waitress fetish. There's the nurse fetish. There's the, like... Maybe you get turned but on the by thing a server. Is, all of those fetishes are preempted with the word slutty. Uh, so it's slutty nurse. It's uh, slutty maid. But, but I what mean, if it's, somebody who specifically what if, what gets if it turned shows on. A ankle maid. I, 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 just, I just want to point out before we move on that this is the single greatest comment <laughs> ever, ever put into our chat. Where our friend Gunzuka said, talking about bread for one hour and then talking about shit the other. <laughs> like, the greatest segue well, ever. Yeah. We've we, been going for almost an yeah, hour and a like, half and we, we haven't even started. Like, we haven't even taken a break yet. Yeah, I, well, I don't even think we need I don't news think articles. We do. I, yeah. think, I think we could just, like, have let, a good old yeah, ramble well, let, let, well, I mean, it is con, so we're talking about con shit and yeah. thus furry shit and thus sexual fetishes. So, I mean, yeah. Actually, that is one thing. I will say, I and I am or one of those... dressed Bertha. Maybe that's somebody's yeah. fetish. Or, or, you know, somebody just using their phone. I... Like, I'm sure somebody get like, or, you know, you know, it's like people who get really turned on when people like blow their nose. That's weird to me. The whole like nose thing, like touching noses and shit. That's a thing. So why are you looking at me like you just had a eureka moment? I did. Okay. So speaking Over of noses, speaking of sexual fetishes and noses a sort of a news article <laughs> so it's finally happened ladies and gentlemen 
You had somebody touch your nose? It, yes. But anyway. <laughs> no, just me. Um, so, guess what was recently surgically removed from a lady? What? Your nose? A fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally oh. happened. Wait, were we talking about the fidget spinner porn? Uh, I mean, it's, okay, yeah, that's another. If you get turned on by fidget spinners, you're fucking weird. I some lady, I some lady was sitting there with playing with it and was just spinners. like, <laughs> 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 "Oh God!" Like, yeah, apparently she got it so far lodged in her hoo hoo dilly. That she had to go get it removed by oh a do- by a doctor because she like like I'm like are you mad at your vagina are you ramming it up there like how did you get it lodged so bad that maybe she just like ended like the clench so, down yeah, well, I was and gonna like, say like she probably clenched yeah so like I said that's one of those things where it's just like really well, innocent and see, this non-sexual don't take your bdsm lessons from 50 shades of fucking gray and you make sure that the shit that you're putting into yourself can be taken back but out why are you yeah. fucking yourself with a fidget spinner there's I like 900 know, other are... household items that are way better if you're fucking yourself with a fidget spinner just put a string on it a or fidget something. spinner <laughs> <laughs> um but fidget is a fidget spinner not a fidget fucker Fidget sinner. Fidget no, fucker. It's not a. It's not a fidget. The latest fidget. new sex toy that is careening into the nation. It's not yeah. a fidget diddler. It doesn't. <laughs> like, fidget like, what do you do? Like, I don't understand how that would be. I don't know. Do you just like spin it really fast? I don't. You know what? I'm not even going to go into the details. I, I don't even know. Like, that doesn't sound comfortable. Like, <laughs> just I don't want to know. Maybe, maybe she saw that like. Buckzilla tongue chainsaw thing, and she was like, "If I just do this really fast, maybe it." But maybe you should just fuck yourself with the chainsaw. But how do you like? Whoa. Why would you just like? How? Well, we were just talking about the chainsaw de- uh, tongue thing. I'm on the right. fucking chainsaw. Yeah. What? I yeah, just no. I can't understand how that would be alluring at all. I just why like. It's not really a good shape for pleasure. <laughs> it's, it's not. Well, it's, it's not ribbed for her. Is it ribbed for okay. her pleasure? Is that? I mean, it moves. Let us. Let us just lit. Like lit. Honestly, like like. Do you want somebody just flicking at your clit? Like, <laughs> just giving it the old bean flick. Just emulate the fidget spinner. <laughs> just. With like yeah. this full force fucking middle finger, <laughs> just bam. bam. Okay, bam. I just, I just want to know that. Like, Emerald Lagashi, bam. When it's, <laughs> what is that going to be a thing in the bedroom? Be like, be like, what do you want me to do? Use the fidget spinner. <laughs> I just get like, just get like a pencil. Just get like a pencil and just, and just spin it really fast, and then just be like, like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, maybe maybe you like maybe they put it on like the end of a stick and it's like a drildo kind of situation. But that's that's what I was kind of thinking. The drildo like still makes more sense. It, it just <laughs> no, it's not even. It's just it's like you're fucking yourself with a foam ninja star. Like what? <laughs> with the foam ninja star? That's basically what it is. It's a ninja star with fucking rounded edges that you can spin. 
I I mean, yeah. But but like what the I just don't know the allure. I I also don't have a vagina. So maybe I don't know. But maybe you just you don't get it, Adam. You just don't understand. I just it's not for why, you. Why are you covering the chat with your window towel? Rude. I because can't read. I'm trying to get the fucking try, thing up. Try better. Well, you know what? No. Like the fudget spinner. The fudget spinner? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm told fudget spinner if you're a Kiwi. Fudget? But why like why would I just like how seven eleven brands them as like like brain spinners. Like what? There's some sort of like thoughtful like like intelligent spinners or something. Ugh, I'm like, I love it no. when people label the fidget spinners like autistic fidget toy or something like that. What? Just, oh, yeah, yeah. Just in, like because I think I'm like if somebody ever buys this or sees this, they're gonna be like, oh, for autistic people. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you ever want to have a good time, like if you're ever, you know, if you're ever having a bad day or you're feeling down or something. Just go and Google hugging machine. And you will see the greatest pictures of all time. Is this something I would expect to see on shitty robots? I don't know what shitty robots is, so. Subreddit. Oh, by the way, the people talking about New Zealand accent, my favorite thing about the New Zealand accent is the way they say yes, which is yes. 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 Uh, yes. You wrote my case for a while about using that. Yep. Anyway, we should actually go on break and play car segment and then read some emails because this is already a long fucking episode. Yup. See you soon, everyone. Yes. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carr. And today, the uh, United States got another great look at another amazing piece of legislation by our Lord and Savior Trump. Uh, all right. To be more accurate, it's actually the uh, Senate version of the American healthcare act american yes whatever they're basically calling the replacement for the affordable care act or obamacare as what people continue to love to call it um so this has been some concern because after the and we, we were put a little while ago on how the uh, house of representatives had voted through the the house version and then it went on to the senate for you know the revisions and all that thing and then everything shut up about it and there's a good reason for that because for some reason, well, actually, I know exactly the reasons, but I'm going to get on that in a moment. Uh, but the Senate basically decided to do the entire thing in as closed doors as possible with no committees or public consultations or anything like that. Again, taking a matter that is important as and as comprehensive and as complex as healthcare, And then trying to whip this thing through. Faster than a Louisiana turkey. I, it's, I don't know. I felt like a meaningful phrase. Anyway, point is, you've now, just today, Mitch McConnell, the, the uh, Senate leader for the, uh, for the Republicans, has revealed, here's our bill, and we're going to try and push it through. And basically, they want to have this thing voted for before the 4th of July. For those of you not keeping track, that's like a week and change away. I mean... This is a major piece of legislation that is going to affect literally hundreds of millions of people, and they're trying to whip it through before a long weekend. I mean, that's the kind of thing that's not even that, you know, a little bit shady if it's just your TPS reports at work. And, you know, the boss is going to need you to, to come back in on Saturday to do that. 
Yeah, that that'd be great. This is a healthcare bill. Oh my god, America, for fuck's sake. I mean, if you take a look at the amount of time it took for them to put together the Affordable Care Act and the amount of uh, consultation and committees and panels and all that shit that went into it. I mean, hell, I'll just play it down. Obama was elected in 2008. Healthcare reform was one of his major things. The Affordable Air Care Act didn't go through until like late 2010. Contrast it with this and now. I mean, Trump was elected in late 2016. It is now June of 2017. And already they are trying to ram through its replacement. And this is even after the first attempt to get it through the House of Representatives failed spectacularly, which we also talked about on the show. Now, why do I get concerned about this? I mean, I've talked about this much before. In fact, if you may or may not remember, I have had my own personal recent encounter with a dire need for health care. Namely, I got split apart like that dude from Alien on an operating table. So, yeah. I mean, I've, I've talked about this before, is that we are at this point in the prosperity of the Western world that healthcare, I truly believe, like, basically, again, being able to be taken care of without bankrupting yourself and your children should absolutely just be a, a right. Like, it's just, it, it, why is this not a thing? Right, because America still seems to regard healthcare as a business, not as... Well, all right. It, it doesn't. the The United States psyche still regards healthcare as something with which you can make a profit. Uh, you look at the general attitudes from everything from pharmaceutical companies to uh, these medical researchers to even the the people who make the equipment. Is it's and, and I'm not saying that the people who design this stuff or the people who come up with this shit do not deserve to be able to take home a paycheck. I, I'm not saying that. Like, You come up with a thing, great, fantastic. But then you've got these cases of just this utter gouging that can happen, right? For instance, bullshit with pre-existing medical conditions, of which I would have absolutely been one. I was born with a congenital heart defect. That is, the, in in if I was an American, I would have been just shit out of luck because I drew a crap lot in the lottery of life just by being born. And I mean, that is bullshit. That is some fresh, steamy bullshit. It just is. And while the Senate version of this bill is not entirely eliminating the ability for um, health insurance companies to outright deny coverage for uh, pre-existing conditions... It absolutely is going to be affecting how much that they can jack up the premiums under um, Obamacare or under the Affordable Care Act. Uh, I can't even stop calling it Obamacare because it's what everyone else calls it, and it's just stupid. It's just dumb. It is the worst, most annoying marketing scheme that the Republicans ever came up with, and it's so frustrating because it worked, and it worked so spectacularly that the areas of the United States of America that need healthcare coverage the most are the areas that most vehemently support the Republican Party. I don't get it. I just, I don't. It is the most insane example of voting against your own personal vested interests I have ever seen in my life. And it is 
such an incredible phenomenon that I just I've read about it. I've I've tried to understand it and I just I just can't. It's anyway. Long story short, you could write about a dozen papers and people already have written dozens of papers on it. And there are continuing to be more written the longer that the great orange buffoon is in office. But that aside, I mean, you've right now got a situation where the again, the basically it's that the 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 Republican leadership is trying to ram this through Senate as fast as they possibly can before people have a chance to realize how again, how truly terrible an idea it is. Um I mean again, among doing things like reducing the incentives and premium or reducing the incentives or reducing the um what do you call them? The things that you give uh subsidizations. Reducing subsidizations on low income people, uh, as well as also removing the restrictions for charging more for various things or for various treatments. Um mainly on the upper class uh of things as well as doing things like removing uh any sort of ability to give funding to organizations like planned parenthood because think of the babies because you know apparently all planned parenthood does all day is run around with coat hangers as far as the republicans are concerned and i'm sorry if that's a graphic way to put it but apparently this is the kind of shit they're able to spout through and make people believe um I mean, even Trump has been privately cited as having said that he thought the bill was a little mean. And when Donald J. Trump is saying that something seems a little mean, damn, like just, damn, son. You got to really, really consider the source of that particular comment at that point. Um, I mean, and right now, there is always the, there is already the point where if three Republicans join with all of the Democrats and vote against this bill, it will fail. And right now there are four Republicans that are publicly on the fence. And I'm sure there's a few more that if their constituents yelled loud enough, because again, midterms are coming up next year. And while I have absolutely railed before on my personal thoughts on fixed election dates, this particular situation, it's coming in handy because all of these other uh, senators know that if their term comes up and they basically just deprived a bunch of their constituents of the ability to, you know, not go bankrupt if they get sick. Um, yeah. And again, the, the, the problem is with, yeah, you can, you can spout off these things about, oh, well, just, you know, if you decide not to get insurance, just make sure you're living healthy and make sure that you're doing the right things. That doesn't stop you from some drunken asshole ramming over you with his car. I, it, it just... Shit happens. Real life happens. Uh, you could be the healthiest man alive and still, again, like myself, draw the shit card in the lottery of life and end up with cancer or end up with some other defect that you had no idea existed but went back four generations in your family. Um, or, again, your child could be born with, oh, I don't know, a congenital heart defect. Again, these are all things that we are perfectly capable of fixing, but no one seems to want to be spending the money for it, or, more conversely, the richest people in that country decide that they don't want to pay for it. They'd rather just fill up more swimming pools with jello or whatever it is that billionaires do. By land, or something. I mean, so I guess, again, it goes back to my whole thing of be very aware, 
this is going to get rammed through as quickly as possible with as little, little media coverage as possible before everybody goes off and gets drunk on the 4th of July and shoots off a bunch of fireworks and then injures themselves on the 4th of July shooting off those fireworks and then suddenly discovers that their healthcare premiums may have changed over that long weekend. So, if you're any of our listeners in the United States of America, um, I would absolutely say, please, 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 you know, write your senator, find out where they stand on this, and, you know, make the decision that may very well save you a hell of a lot of money if you're getting a little bit too reckless with those Roman candles. Uh, that's all for me for now. As always, if you have any questions, comments, rants, raves, us at unfurled.net. Of course, let the guys know it's for me. Other than that, my name is Carr. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled. Oh, God. Baba boopy. What's oh, God. Tal, Tal. I don't hear my... I don't hear my... I don't hear my... I don't hear my... I don't hear myself. Oh. Tal, Tal, Tal. It's okay. It's better. Tell. Bah! Bah! Email. Yeah. That. Email. I'll start because Tell usually starts. Toothpaste. <clears throat> Gainiter the bear. I like Hello. how he gave us a proper phonetic pronunciation. Gain-iter. The gay net er bear. The gay netter. Gay netter. Gay Netter the Bear. Thank you, and I'm sorry if I butchered your name last time. Hello, paper towel roll, unplucked bird thing, not so tender steak. Beat bull here. Oh, God, not this bullshit again. I'm going to tenderize you a little bit. Ow. Lawnmower and whatever car spelled with a C is. <laughs> and two A's. C A A R. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like a uh, car falling off a cliff, like a car. <laughs> oh no no no! That's the you're playing you're playing street you, hockey. You mean and one or, comes, or that's the uh, the Middle car, East? That's apparently yeah, the Middle on. East or not Middle East to the uh, maritime pronunciation. Car. Ka. Or, no car. Or, sorry, that's Boston. Ka. Yeah. <laughs> Get in my car. I hope this email finds you well. Oh. I was at the beginning of a new path, and I am seeking advice from the wise. No, worldly. No. The IT professionals in the room. I believe some of you are in software slash IT fields. Nope. Nobody. M- most of us are. Yeah, no, not not in the slightest. None of us not are f- in IT. Not a finger. None of us. <laughs> not. Stop fucking lying. <laughs> I'm not building a Pixie server in my office so that I can <laughs> use it to install software on a, piece, on a piece of shit terminal. Whoa, break. Um, This coming... So this is a second person that's asked us for IT advice. Like, IT IT career advice. I mean, we do know what we're talking about. It's almost as if... Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Uh, This That's why I'm, you know, quitting my job so that I can go and become a barista. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This coming fall, I am starting my two-year degree in software development, and I would like... And words or thoughts that might help me as I start my education and in my future, and in the future my, oh, and in the future my career. Hoping you are well, Gainiter. P.S. If you ever come to the U.S. and are in Wisconsin, we need to get good beer and cheese. We have a beer called Spotted Cow that I think you would may like. I probably <laughs> would. And my advice: 
start a fucking GitHub, find a project, start um, writing code. So here's, I, I went through my two-year diploma for software development, and I have one real word of advice for you. Um, anyone who ever made it had a vested interest in programming in their spare time. Yep. Um, or at least had the um, the motivation to do it outside of just school. Yep. Um, you will likely not last if you are not passionate about it. I stopped programming because I actually kind of hate it. Um, I can do it. I can do it just fine. I just don't like doing it. Um, <clears throat> turns out I like doing it because every time I'm like, like for my, my servers just now I'm switched over to Docker, uh, to run all my shit. And I wanted an easier way to control it instead of every time I want to like recreate shit, you know, I type that stupid fucking Docker run fucking like there, There's a bullshit. difference sometimes between doing like a script that helps make your job yeah. automated or easier. Well, what ended up happening is because I was tired, sick and tired of it, I wrote an entire series of scripts that all call each other, each one with like switches and options and shit, uploaded it to GitHub and turned it into a fucking open source thing <laughs> to control Docker containers. <laughs> nice so like like that's the thing is if if you and like you have to be that kind of person where you're like man this minor inconvenience is frustrating me time for 12 hours of coding to fix it yeah um <laughs> consi yeah awful. consider how much you enjoy programming and how likely you are to want to do it outside of school that would be um, my recommendation to you i like that's the thing if you have problems with your computer, uh, one of the other things, if you really want to get into into development uh, and developing software and writing software, um, I will say probably get Linux because oh, Linux forces you to do that. <laughs> uh, I mean, so long as the program allows, and, yeah. but make sure you know how to use Linux or you know somebody who does know because that's how I passed one of my uh, one of my mm -hmm. final projects. Uh, Linux is your friend. As a developer, Linux is very much your friend. Uh, Ed, you, it, one, don't be that guy. <laughs> uh, two, use the operating system you want. Uh, three, learning Linux is still a good thing. Um, uh, what else? Uh, ha like I said, um, have a GitHub. The, um, some of the hardest parts of programming are in the beginning when you are starting to learn about what the actual logics and conditions of these things are. Yeah. Well, um, become familiar with your, your libraries, what kind of add-ons are available that you can use. Oh, yeah, document your fucking shit. Uh, yeah, document your code. It will Jesus save... Jesus fuck. It will save you. Like, um, Christ. Also, you will be marked poorly for not documenting your code. Yeah, I, I, I made that mistake when I was uh, working on one um, of my projects, and I didn't document actually, a bunch of shit, and I had to rewrite shit, because I'm reading it, and I'm like, what the fuck um, does I, this okay. do? I might even recommend um, trying to look up some debugging programs. Yeah. They are available, and they will help you find things like misspelled uh, variables, um, possibly, you know, variables that don't have references, things like that. Yeah. Um... Don't, Other, re don't reinvent the wheel. That too. If they're guaranteed, if you're doing something, somebody already has a GitHub project with part of that in it. Um, um, 
So yeah, a lot, actually a lot of code is like a lot of the best code is a whole bunch of different code copy pasted into the same code. So, you know, there's that too. Um, Depends. Yeah. There's one, don't, don't take any one philosophy too seriously. No. Because that is a problem I see in so many you are going developing to want, and programming communities. You are going to want to know them, though. Like, you're going to want to know what test-driven development is um, and it's why. It's also it, a very rapidly evolving yeah. um, but, profession. You have to know, at least be aware of, what other languages yeah. are coming out. So you're going to want to know what, like, Angular or Node or React or... What kind of developer are you thinking of oh, becoming? Oh, yeah, that too. Uh, do you want to be a web developer, back-end, front-end? low low level yeah low level do you want to work for a bank and make bank by doing like fortran <laughs> no don't uh, don't 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 you tell don't, them to learn fortran you don't have to do that to yourself but it's an option it's, learning fortran it, it's if your one defining interest is money <laughs> go learn fortran <laughs> but, but if you hate money you don't have to learn fortran <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah i don't know fortran is not the promised land like, everyone thinks it is no but there's a time and a place for everything consider what kind of a job you want to be yeah. doing uh if you want to get into like money uh learn sap development that's a thing uh yeah. that's a big one um, well really anything that'll get you in the door at like a lot of companies because you know banks do use a lot of outdated software um sap is fucking raging boners for every company ceo out there yeah they um someone else mentioned learning about stack overflow yes so you're going to want to uh a github account you're going to want a stack overflow account and you're going to want to use them please use them so and uh, don't use them to try to get people to answer your homework because they will just flame you yeah, there the, there are people who literally have like homework questions posted and they get flamed because other people who know it's homework are there and they're like, you should well, just uh, do your the, fucking that homework. The fact that you you know because it's like, uh, so hypothetically speaking, um, I'm trying to make like a grocery app and uh, I have to be able to add certain food items such as like celery needs a product code and a, a, a price and uh needs to be built as a relational database in sql uh can somebody like tell me how to do that <laughs> and they're like do your fucking homework yeah you claude so i'm doing uh a program that outputs buzz or bang depending on if the number is divisible by two or three and if it's divisible by both it outputs buzz bang as one word how would i go about and it's just people Stop, just like... i'm getting flashbacks <laughs> yeah. um but yeah um like i said how find a project right like if there's something uh on yeah. your computer Use to fix a problem you have yeah exactly if there's something on your computer that you don't like it doing or you have like a raspberry pi and you, ha you have a thing an idea that you really wanted to do start there that 
is the one thing we were talking about was like a website that lets you log in and choose like what you want to bring to a potluck situation just stupid shit right develop a grocery list that actually fucking functions something anything learn learn to love (laughs) learn to love databases because you will be using them a lot yes um I recommend Postgres myself. It's my favorite. That's not up to you. That's up to his course curriculum. Also, Maria is really nice. He's Um, probably going to learn... My my SQL, more than likely. uh, MySQL, or it'll be um, Oracle. I have yet to meet a class that can afford an Oracle education license. (laughs) I've never been Uh, in one. Usually, it's just a free student version that you can get, I think. Um, yeah, no, most of the most of the teachers are I I've ever met, it's all MySQL because you don't have to pay for it. Uh my web classes were MySQL, my actual database courses were Oracle. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, and I would highly recommend looking into AWS. It's free shit for a year. Um and you can do some pretty cool stuff with it. And if you know a lot about AWS, uh that's actually opening the door um, for jobs as well in the cloud services areas. So, yeah, that's something cool to look into as well. Also, like, if you're interested just in general, um, I don't know what's available around your area, but uh, we have um, a recycling depot that sells old server equipment. Uh, If you want to get, like, some servers or some development things set up, uh, get your your toes wet with... um, like VMware, virtualization, that kind of thing. Always useful. Yep. Oh, yeah. Learn virtualization in yeah. general. Learn, learn virtualization and why it's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, we've been rambling on that for a while. There's a lot to talk about. Hey, 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 Adam. Your favorite person sent in an email. You should read it. Mm. <laughs> mm. Don't finger my screen too much. Hey. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm, as long as I'm having a good time, that's all that matters. This was, the one, this was the one where I said we're going to need to like oh, allocate yeah. like 15 fucking minutes to this email. Uh, you know what, though? It's good. People are sending emails. That's uh, good. MSDN isn't a thing anymore, is it? I don't think it's a thing. I anyway. Anyway. So, the lovely, the gorgeous, the wonderful Coyote Sky writes in. And says, if you ignore them, maybe they'll go away. And writes, Aloha, Unfurled Crew. I'm so excited to see you guys tonight. It feels like it's been forever. Well, what, like... Seven it, days. It, that's, that's, that's forever to some people. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, it's like forever. It's like a seven-day-long forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, let's talk Nazi furs. According to my Twitter sources, the Nazi furs are a huge source of drama in the fandom. Although sometimes I feel like furries enjoy having a focus for conflict. The Nazi furs are probably one of the most justified reasons to get all riled up. How do we deal with this problem? First of all, I don't believe any form of violence should be used to create peace. In my opinion, this whole punch a Nazi in the face thing is hypocritical. Every single person who commits a violent act believes they are justified in doing so. Both sides in, in a war believe they are right and deserving of victory. Using violence to end violence creates a slippery slope. Yes, because fighting for peace is like fucking for virginity. Sorry, that was just my little add-in. Anyway. (laughs) Um, 
Okay. Uh, violence, choosing violence to end violence creates a slippery slope and paves the way for unthinkable acts to be performed in the name of good. Not only that, but using violence towards violent people only escalates the situation. Now these Nazi furs are either one, delusional, two, trolls. I love that the conventions are not allowing their behavior or attire, but I think we should take this step a step further. These people thrive on conflict and drama, so let's deny them what feeds their movement. Mute, unfollow, stop retweeting, stop retweeting, stop using their names, stop interacting, stop demeaning them, or taking pictures, flipping them off, whatever. Let's completely ignore them and refuse to acknowledge they exist. I think most everyone can agree, disagree with what they represent, so reposting their idiocy is like preaching to the choir. Obviously, we should not tolerate hate speech, symbolism, or actions, especially at meetup spaces. We might need a, hey, y'all, remember to ignore those who shall not be named post, but if we can coordinate a fandom-wide, what, was that the wind? I thought I heard something. Kind of attitude towards them. We can deny them what they crave the most. Attention. Just an idea. Thoughts? So, I have a few. I have a few. First All right, off. so you get, <laughs> no, let so, me set the timer. So first off, create a, that whole creating a phantom-wide, hey, was that the wind attitude uh, is entirely giving them what they want. The, because th that is a phantom-wide acknowledgement of their fucking existence. That's the thing. By if you stop paying attention to them, that is acknowledging no, their existence. By explicitly ignoring them, you are acknowledging that they exist. Right. Like that's, that's the thing. Like, it, it, I don't like, follow. It, okay. I, I get what you're saying, but the, the then the problem is, it, is like, there's virtually nothing like, other it, than it's just like, like Roland. It's like this. Don't think about bananas. You're thinking about bananas because like, like okay, that's but the, you're you not are, trying to, you're explicitly trying to block something out and in, in doing so you're, it's the Barbara Streisand effect. See, but it's like what, removing something off the internet. It just gives it more fuel. But what you're telling me, like, this is the thing I've been doing for years and it's always worked. So just ignore it. It'll go away. Works. Um, not quite like that. <laughs> um, but typically, um, don't raise your voice, don't react to it, interact with them politely, calmly, and walk away yes, if they're bothering you. that's not ignoring, though. That is just it's not... It's ignoring their antics. Yeah, that is just not buying it. That's not taking the bait, is what that is. And that is something I definitely agree with. I don't take uh, the bait. You see, like, you know what annoys someone the most, I think, is when you just have no reaction to them whatsoever. Yeah. And that... Oh, yeah. Either does that doesn't have to involve talking to them. Well, and and so and that's the thing is if you're sitting there and like they're sitting there talking to you and you again explicitly ignore what they say, like they say something and you just sort of turn away. So anyway, like I said, the, you're acknowledging no, that they're don't there. Don't even skip a beat. You just keep talking while they're there. Like I, I it, like what? So. It, but here's what I don't get. Like, if you punch them in the face, you're acknowledging them. If you ignore them explicitly, you're acknowledging them. If you even talk to them, you're still acknowledging them. No, 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 no. So that's the thing is if you talk to them like normal human beings and you don't take the bait. Like, th this is like dealing with 4chan here. Yeah, okay? you, need to, you need to really like, you need to just pretend that they're, well, not even pretend. You just need to not make it exactly how it is and. And have them like everyone else. You need to bring them down. They're trying. It's, like, it's as if they're trying to be on a level, right? Being acknowledged and causing waves and yeah. causing shit. But if you just bring them down here, 
where they're like, yeah, there's it, nothing special about you. Because if you're explicitly ignoring them, that means they already got to you. You already gave them what they want. You, they already won, right? Like part I, of, I just don't agree. It, 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 like tr- believe me this is this is the 4chan people getting blocked to these people is a fucking achievement see, well like they're like literally there are people who go out and purposely do shit so that they get blocked because getting blocked is an explicit acknowledgement of what win, they did basically. it means yeah. that they won well, right? that, uh, blocking there. them is still a form of interacting with them it, well, same thing See, with like, explicitly just, ignoring. But like, I've never had to block anyone because I have never gone out of my way to interact with those people. Well, and that's the that's thing. Not, you don't like, go out of your it, way. That's not acknowledging their antics or their that they exist. You, you don't go out of your way, but what you don't do is take the bait. So when they sit there and try to rile you up, you just don't get riled up. That's that's all you can do. It's like dealing with 4chan. You just don't get mad. That is the only thing you can do because you getting pissed off and throwing a fit or be or playing childish games like you know what did you hear something or you know doing shit like that. That is exactly See, what they aggressive want. Passive remarks is not ignoring them though. Making passive aggressive remarks is exactly what they want though. Like that's the no. Thing. I'm saying don't make passive aggressive remarks. No. And so that does that's not ignoring them. I so I don't so, think you know, I really wish the service in here was a lot better. Don't you guys think? Like that's not ignoring something that is explicitly making a really sarcastic and like bitchy remark to Yes. But that like, you know, what she what we're talking about here like just ignore them it like again it's also like back in high school dealing with bullies how many times were you told to just ignore them and they'll go away see they and did how many times they did for me though they never did they not for always me once. did it I was, got worse every I was time always nice to them and i always just well uh, get being nice to them isn't ignoring them <laughs> okay well like either like i i see it as being like essentially the same thing because they are trying to provoke a negative response out of you yes and if you yeah like, if they I'm, provoke I'm not, a positive response and out i'm of saying you. like if because if i don't notice them and they're trying to like annoy me i'm not acknowledging their exist i'm not acknowledging their existence by like somehow like ignoring them inadvertently you know what? so i'm just not sure why doing that intentionally changes the result i think because I, you're intentionally doing it i think that I think is the what main, changes it i think the main point is that the main idea of that is you either they're either trying to grind your gears or bring you to their kind of way of thinking, right? Yeah. And if you don't do either, you're making the world a better place. Yep. And right. um and the world a worse place for them. Yeah. Because in that case, they because like that's the purpose. I feel like that's the purpose is to fuck with people. And if you are to not be fucked with, then the purpose is gone. And once the purpose is gone, then the, what's the point of them? still doing it right yeah. Yeah. Well, like they're they're not specifically looking for you to just act like you're ignoring them that's not the specific thing that they're going that for. still means that they win no they're forcing doesn't. you to act in a certain way if you act differently in any way because or around them they win that is their win they're forcing you to do something but no if, if i'm having a conversation with someone and somebody comes up and starts being a dickhole and I continue talking to my friend, they haven't done anything to me. I'm still talking with someone. 
Yeah. Well, and, and that's different, right? How is it different? Right. Well, I'm talking about explicitly ignoring someone. I would be. I don't. If I continued the conversation exactly as is while they were present trying to make a disturbance, I'm explicitly ignoring them, but I don't see that as giving them what they want. So the the big thing about this, like I said, it, it, like it's the same thing with like blocking. If you take any measures at all against them, that, that would is be their like win. me taking up a piece of paper and going like, "You can't see me now." Well, yeah, that that happens actually a lot at like, these fucking that's rallies. That's what blocking is. It, it's taking a piece of paper and like obscuring their vision momentarily. Yeah. Well, and that well, that's one of the things that you see a lot at these like antifa rallies where they will like take flags and shit and like hold it up in front of people and like hold signs in front of people's faces so that they can't see and shit. Like that shit doesn't work. You that's shit you can't do because that is exactly what they want. They yeah, want that, you to be pissed off. That's not ignoring them though. Well, <laughs> that is 100% acknowledging their, their <laughs> shit and being annoyed by it. That's exactly the response they want. Yeah. So the, and the, so in like, like we were saying, uh, you were saying where you just treated them normally, like normal people, like with your bullies, you said you'd you like, just talk to them like they were normal fucking people. Mm-hmm. Right. That is how you deal with this. Right. You don't get riled up. Like, Fucking, I, there was a guy, there there was, there is a guy, I know, in Edmonton, right now. Dude says all kinds of really, really offensive shit. All the time. And it, like, and the big thing is, is that a lot of it, you know, like, when he's saying it around us, it's all just jokes. But, like, if he's ever being serious about anything, and he's saying really offensive shit... It's not even because he necessarily believes it. It's because he literally just wants you to be mad. He like his goal is to trigger people. That's what he wants to happen. Because to him, if you're the kind of person who's going to get triggered by that shit, you're the exact kind of person that he'd rather hated him. He doesn't want to talk to you. He doesn't want to be your friend. He wants yeah. you to not like him and then he doesn't have to deal with you. Uh, right? See here so, the, the, like, you have to kind of understand the minds of these people. Well, he's still looking. You, you just said it. He's still looking to make you angry, to make a negative reaction. And if you just act like nothing's wrong. Yeah. Well, and so here's the other thing. What is a normal response to somebody talking to you? I, it's not just going about your day like nobody said anything. That's not a normal response. If somebody walks up to you on the street that you don't know and says, hi, do you just, like, pretend they're not there and keep walking? Like, nobody does that. So you doing that is you acting differently. The only way to deal with this is to acknowledge them like a normal fucking person. Just be like, oh, hey. That uh, also depends entirely on what they're doing. Yeah, it are does. Are they in a conversation with you? Like, are, are you already talking to them? Are you talking to somebody else? What it, are they doing? Are they hitting you? Like, <laughs> Well, if they're hitting you, that's assault. And oh, yeah, that's, that's a different story. Yeah, if like, they just fucking, verbally. Yeah. If, and, and I'm not even talking about, like, Nazis here. If anybody touches you, end them. Period. Floor them. I don't care. If they fucking touch you, if they hit you, end them. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Unfurled, everyone. Uh, That is all the time we have for Nazi discussion today. Well, there was actually up here when they were talking, when she was talking about uh, uh, the Nazi for the Nazi for problem. I did want to mention, like, there is a big difference between and this is something the a tr- Nazi fur and the far right individuals that well yes so 
there there is a trend right now of people calling anybody who's at all right of bernie sanders basically a nazi right it's like oh i don't really believe i i don't fucking know name a thing uh fucking illegal immigrants right the whole mexican issue and illegal immigrants i don't particularly you know if you're the kind of person who's like i don't particularly agree that illegal immigrants should be allowed to stay oh you're a nazi now right so you gotta be fucking careful with who you're calling nazi because nazi is a pretty specific term well i I, I would assume in this instance nazi furs people dressing up like nazis yeah so what i'm that's literally the only description there is for it and and forcing slash pushing that ideal right yeah so and and that's the thing is you also have to understand which people i know a couple nazi furs they're not Nazis. Yes. They're not neo-Nazis. No. They're not Nazis in any way aside from enjoying the, you know, fashion designs of Hugo Boss. <laughs> which, which, by the way, Hugo Boss, huge fucking Nazi. Um, and if you don't know by that, if you don't know by that now, what kind of rock are you living in? Surprise! <laughs> yeah. So, but, but yeah. So, like I said, I am friends with somebody who at least did identify himself as a nazi fur does he believe at all in the ideologies of the nazis no nazi furs have been around for fucking years and here's a secret they probably just like the uniforms probably right It's, it's like he does not at all agree with like anything hitler did does not hate you know, Jewish he's people. not building a concentration yeah, camp in his backyard probably not does not believe that whites are the master race does not believe in the anti-semitic bullshit does not like richard spencer etc 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 right he's a good dude normal person any one of you would get along with them. He just really liked the uniforms. So, and, and that's the I thing. really like the uniforms. Yes. So, and, and that's the thing is, again, we have to be very careful with who we're labeling with the term Nazi. Because the thing is, if you're looking at somebody and going, oh, you're a Nazi, well, see, and they're not a literal Nazi. The, the disambiguation here is the Nazi fur. Yeah. Because then it becomes any furry who wears a Nazi uniform. Well, so here's the problem with that, though, because that's what happened. That was this whole thing that was going on with, like, the furry raider issue, right? They were being called Nazi furs, uh, partially because their leader was said a bunch of racist shit and, the, you know, and was a huge Internet troll. And then uh, they did the whole armband thing. What? It's a long episode. <laughs> We've been going for two hours and been talking yeah. about this for like 15 minutes yeah. already. So, um, but the, uh, they, and they did the whole armband thing and people, you know, and people got really mad and started calling them Nazis. And the problem is they're not actual Nazis. They don't actually hate Jews. They don't actually agree with Hitler. They're at the worst like, trolls. Unless you're going to a KKK, like white supremacy rally, you're, probably not a nazi yes so but the thing is they the they got labeled as actual nazis and then the whole nazi fur thing anyone identified as a nazi fur got grouped into the same camp as fucking richard spencer and shit yeah and the nazi furs are not that necessarily nazis yeah 
So uh, again, we have to be careful with the terminology we're using because if you do that, and if you call someone a Nazi and they are not a literal fucking Nazi, you're giving them fuel, more fuel. Uh, from Saber McCullough, Hugo Boss, circa 1942 in his amazing collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and that's the thing is if, if you mislabel someone a Nazi, you're giving them more fuel by because then they're just going to be, oh, you're the fucking ridiculous left calling anyone a Nazi because they don't agree with you. But who, but who labeled the Nazi? Nazi furs. The Nazi furs. Okay, so then that's that's that's, that's on them. Well, I'm no, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> that's fucking on you. If you I'm sorry, but if you change your name they to fucking Adolf Hitler it. and expect people not to treat you differently. They probably adopted it due to the amount of widespread use of such a term. And that's I just, and that's it's okay. just been around for as long as I can remember. But yeah. see, and that's okay, but there has to be a certain expectation. When you label yourself as something yes. as that, that so I understand what you're saying. It's we're not just fair to, to be not to jump in. on the gun here. No, absolutely not. However, anybody hearing oh, yeah. something like that would immediately go to that place because that word yeah. is associated oh, yeah. with well, so incredible and don't be negativity. If you are, if you happen to be wearing Hugo Boss circa 1942. Yeah. So, and and that's the thing is almost is all of the the quote unquote Nazi furs that I have met, all of them totally understand that. And actually, uh, the ones that I do know now no longer call themselves that. Because yeah, they don't call themselves um, that, and they don't dress in that anymore. The, because yes, the the one thing I will say though is that the term has changed and now means something different, right? Uh, you know, Nazi fur used to be one thing, and now it means literal fucking Nazi, right? It's just like for you know the the whole. Uh, uh, fuck! I was gonna say something, and now I totally forgot what See, it was. The world but, is really confusing now because all the words that I used to use don't mean the same thing anymore. Yeah. That's very true. It's happening. Um, uh, so, and the whole thing about the not calling yourself a Nazi for a thing, part of it was trolling. Part of it was just to kind of oh, piss people I, off. I understand why, because the dress and it was just like, well, you look like a Nazi. Well, I'm a Nazi fur. Like, yeah, like I, I, I get that. Right. Yeah. I, I get that whole like strength. But again, that yeah. is particularly tied to a thing yeah. that. And and this actually ties into part of what I was what I am going to be talking about in the web series that I'm doing, which is part of the language of controversy, which is that like you know you hear some someone on the right when you tell them you know blah 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 pro life all they hear or sorry something something pro choice all they hear in your head is I want to get pregnant and then abort it and do that again and again and again oh, and again yeah, absolutely. and I just want to murder babies that's what they're hearing in their head that's oh, not yeah. what you're saying but that's what they're hearing so in this it's the same thing with like you know the whole like Nazi fur thing you know so when someone says Nazi fur now all the like people, and I hate to use terms like left and right. I try to avoid them when I can, but uh, all the people on the left, when they're hearing shit like this, is you know, I want to kill Jews. I want. I I'm a total racist. But the thing is, that's completely not the case. So we have to learn to actually listen to what people are actually saying and actually doing and separating that out from the labels that have either been voluntarily or involuntarily applied to them to figure out who the fuck they actually are. Um, I know it's a long episode, but can I please go home and see my boyfriend? <laughs> please? <laughs> We've been talking about this for like 25 minutes now. Yeah, so... 
Um, was there anything else no. in this? Yeah, it says, P.S. Adam is hot. <laughs> Actually, before that, it says, big hugs and snugs. Thank you for not going on hiatus. And apparently, P.S. Adam is unattractive. Thank you for the email, Coyote Sky. I also hate you. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> because you brought up Nazis with towel present. Yeah. So, all right. Um... I guess with that, uh, we would like to thank uh, Omari and ScreamFox for the uh, logo and the music, respectively. Uh, big thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, you know, you guys are the reason we do this. Thank uh, you. I mean, I don't know what the point of sitting here talking to a fucking microphone for two hours a week would be. You have a if, microphone fetish. Yeah, just throw it out to the internet for nobody here. Um, so thanks for listening. Thanks well, I mean, for being with us. We're already up there with the foot fetishists. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to throw the throw us a like and subscribe and comment and all that. So if we get, you know, numbers. Numbers are good. Um, <laughs> um, uh, also, we do have a Patreon. And thank you very much to all of our patrons. Uh, we love each and every one of you, uh, both past and present. You know, uh, we had a few people like apologize, like, oh, no, I can't afford to patron you guys because I have money problems. And I'm like, why feel bad? Like, why eat yeah. when you, you could send you, us Patreon you, money? You already live. That $5 you, you have no. from McDonald's can go straight into our pockets. Yeah, no, it, it's like, you know, fucking don't feel bad if you had to reduce it or had to cancel or anything like that. We love your contributions, yeah. no matter how e big or small. Even, yeah. even the thought, even you just thinking that you'd want to contribute yeah. is more than enough. There should be like a, I can't patron, but have a thought option. Yeah. Like a, a, like a $0. <laughs> yeah. There should be thoughts that count button. Yeah. And you just hit it and it's just like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we, you know, we appreciate all of it. You know, fucking half a cent even. it It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'd like, I'd love to see that on a big statement. <laughs> half pennies. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, if you have any comments, questions, criticisms, anything like that, feel free to email us, uh, us at unfurled.net. You can also go to the website, unfurled.net, where we've got a contact form set up. You can fill that out and send us email that way. Also, there's links there to our Twitter, Patreon, iTunes, Telegram chats, everything. Also, you can find our SoundCloud on there where we upload all of our episodes. Uh, all of our episodes are also on the iTunes podcast thing uh all of that good stuff so but yeah thanks for listening everyone we love you bye 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 no adam outro bye bye that's actually awesome <laughs> no no seriously like i that's i don't know that's great that, that was kind of a neat like synthy sound <laughs> actually when when you're up on the pole hanging off the hang off the uh the electrical wires yeah when you're hanging off the electrical wires, you can I can wrap my wrench against it and it makes kind of that sound. Future. Oh, it kind of doesn't do it when you talk loud. I'm sad. <laughs> and as usual, we love you. We'll miss you. Beware Foxilla. Orville. I love Oh my god! I love bug and towel like that. I love it. I love it. And P.S. Just remember, it's not coyotes. There's just one for me.